Welcome. You have entered the realm of 1111 Talk Radio. Your host is Simron. It's time to discover your own language with the universe. Empower yourself, broaden your mind, open your heart, and discover who you are. Now, here's your host, Simron. Welcome, welcome, welcome. As I have said before on several shows this year, it is an 11 year, which is a year of mastery. Today's show is a perfect complement in engaging your mastery in all levels of being and as high as you'd like to go. My guest is Jim Self, and he has been featured in 1111 Magazine and on 1111 Talk Radio before, but he has completed a body of work that is astounding and beautiful and quite not only empowering and illuminating, but the type that will alchemize your own mastery. Archangel Metatron describes alchemy as the changing of the frequency of thought, altering the harmonics of matter, and applying the element of love to create a desired result. It's a way of living your life with awareness and intention, returning to a conscious relationship with Creator. Alchemy is transforming the destiny of your physicality into the living light body. We're going to learn more about this from Jim Self, one of the authors and uh, the creator of A Course in Mastering Alchemy. Jim Self is an international teacher, speaker, and author who has been leading seminars on personal energy management and the tools of mastering alchemy for almost 30 years. He is one of the few spiritual teachers to keep pace with the ongoing shift in human consciousness, constantly co-creating the Mastering Alchemy program with the Teachers of Light. Roxanne Burnett is the co-founder and manager of Mastering Alchemy and the co-author with Jim Self of the books, including Spirit Matters. And we are discussing the book, A Course in Mastering Alchemy, today. It is The Tools to Shift, Transform, and Ascend. Welcome, Jim. It is wonderful to have you back on 1111 Talk Radio. Thanks, Simran. It's very nice to be with you, as always. It is an 11 year, which means that we are here to ascend and master the pillars of our physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual bodies and truly recognize that we are powerful co-creators in the grand scheme of all that is. And this course that has been ongoing work for you and has reached a culmination now to be something that is online and accessible via the book and a lot of free online resources that you have as complements to the book is meant to assist individuals in that word alchemy that we just discussed Talk a little bit about the creation of this work, how it has come through you, and and how this is the final piece, this, this online course, this book, what it's really intended to support and do for individuals seeking to, to look into it. Well, in, in my reality, my relationship with what we'll call archangels or lords of light or the ascended masters has been a set of voices in my conscious awareness all my life. And most of that time undefined, but as my own personal evolution has occurred, there began to be more definition to that space. And then back in about 2003, a conversation with Metatron was such that he basically said, there's a pathway that's never, ever been walked before in a particular configuration that will allow you as an individual to evolve and ascend It will allow many individuals to evolve and ascend. It will allow those that play here beginning to open the doorway for all humanity 
to step into a fifth dimensional reality and will allow the Earth to ascend back into its own 12th dimensional state of Christ consciousness. And then the question is, would you like to play? (laughs) So you don't really say to Metatron, no, hold on, I'll get back to you. So from that space, this body of work began to take on a really clean, definitive set of steps that has created a journey. It's not a two-weekend course. It's a journey. It requires attention and time and commitment to begin to really know yourself. And the body of work has been being taught for the last, uh, really about 10 years. And many people have stepped into this space and now have stepped into that light body. And we can talk about that. Uh, And it's it's evolving in a way that what has been created is now very much in the ethers. And you're watching people do things just as a natural sequence of events. They're not conscious where they got the information or why they're even saying some of the things they're saying which is all part of this evolving, spiraling staircase into an individual's ascension and evolution. So I want to go back to one word that you stated, and that was the word ascend or ascension. And right now, depending on the vantage point of that word, some people believe that is leaving the planet. Some people believe that is something that is an internal. Others believe that that our whole purpose here is simply to ascend Talk a little bit about that word in the grand scope of your work and, and how the Lords of Light, the, the, the teachers of light, have uh, told you about the ascension process. It's actually a word I don't like to use a lot because it's misunderstood for exactly the reasons that you just spoke. People have perceptions and then they lock into a perception and then they have a truth. And in the simplest way, ascension is just your personal evolution. And as you individually, personally become more conscious and more capable of managing yourself and observing, choosing an action to engage in, in that evolution, you begin to find yourself in an action form in a fifth dimensional reality. Fifth dimension, let's keep that simple and just call it a a state of well-being, co-creation, cooperation, appreciation, all of those kind of words where there is no judgment. The word safe or trust doesn't even exist in the fifth dimension because there's nothing unsafe or nothing to distrust. So when you can begin to vibrate in that state of co-creating with others without the fear, without the doubts, there begins to be a collective uplifting of consciousness that is what we are evolving into. Is it an easy journey? Not necessarily. Is it simple? Yes. But easy is not something that people really understand because to a great extent, the collective nature of each one of us is a combination of a lot of fear and doubt and the third dimensional game that we've played. And so we spend a lot of time focusing on the past and the future and very little time in present time. And it's only in present time where the sense of yourself begins to evolve into that word, ascension. 
the the world has been in many different fluctuations that can elicit all kinds of emotions, all kinds of thoughts, reactions from individuals. If we look just at the past week's events, uh, the shooting in Florida, or events that take place on the political stage, the world stage, it is often a perception that ascension or mastery or fifth dimension means that we leave all that behind. Are we leaving those things behind or do we still deal with the world as it is, but we're dealing with it from a different way of being? Well, let's put it in this perspective in, in a couple of aspects. One, you cannot take your baggage with you on this journey. And so in order to get rid of your baggage, <clears throat> the universe is very accommodating at this point in time. All of the hidden lies and secrets and your own fears and failures or perceptions of failures is the baggage. And so the world that you're watching externally is a manifestation of the world internally, how you see the world internally. And to a great extent, we are beginning to let go of a lot of our secrets and our fears and those kind of things. As, the, as this shifting consciousness occurs, what people call veils of unconsciousness, a lot of that's being lifted. So when you watch the Me Too movement, for example, and, and let's just use that as a, as a relationship to all the other events, <clears throat> there has been an accepted unacceptability of how men and women engage with one another. And there are the predators, uh, the Weinsteins, and many of those that are simply predators. That's unacceptable on the face of it. But if you step it down a number of levels, what you see is an unspoken acceptability in how it is. And that's been what we've been dealing with for a long time, and particularly over the last 30, 40 years. And so it's just, I don't like it, but this is how it is. One of the things that is occurring on multiple levels is all of a sudden that veil that allows the game to continue in this is how it is. I don't like it. It's, it's abusive. It's rude. It's offensive. And that's how it is. That veil of acceptability is now being lifted. And as that's lifted, it's like a weight that's taken off of many people's shoulders. And out comes the anger, the resentment, the defiance, all of those words get floated into a public viewing space. <clears throat> the baggage is leaving. Now, that's not to condone or, or accept how it was. It just is how it was. And you're watching that begin to come to the surface, explode, and start to evaporate. And a new relationship between men and women, human beings to human being, is beginning to form. That what was is unacceptable. And it will not continue. Now, the issue that we're all in right now is we're in transition. And transitions are never easy. They are always upsetting to status quo. And that space I just spoke to between men and women was unacceptable status quo. And it is never going to go, be, we're no, never going to go back to that again. But it takes some time for all of it to 
bubble up to the surface and kind of evaporate. And that's what the world is in today. Whether it's watching the outrageousness of some political behaviors, there is a sense of that's unacceptable. Racism, sexism, all of the isms are now becoming very much unacceptable. They are abusive. They are controlling, dominating, imposing. And I'm no longer in agreement is what the individual is beginning to be confronted with. Now, Jim, you have many teachers of light that you speak of in the book and as as an individual moves through the books, they move through third, fourth, fifth dimension. They move through the processes and tools that you offer, which we'll go deeper into as we go into the show. Uh, Anna, uh, grandmother of Yeshua, is very much about balance, diplomacy, appropriateness, and she sits in quiet observation. So when we look at these things that are happening and we look at since you brought up Me Too movement and you, and you brought up that things are coming out and they're being surfaced, but yet also you went back and said, this is about a journey, us willing to stay in and with the journey. What is the balance that Anna is speaking of or that you are assisting us in realizing through this work? Is it is it the work that we're to do inwardly? Is it the work that we're to do outwardly? Are different it's- people on the different dimensions playing different roles Talk a little bit about that, because I think sometimes spiritualists have a confusion as to whether they're supposed to act or whether they're supposed to be. People in a reactionary position have a position that we're supposed to do something. Where do we find the, the fine lines for ourselves, or is that part of also the graduation towards alchemy? Oh, great question. So if you try to make it simple, you're all about 100% about your personal growth, and you are 100% about service to others, keeping it very simple. The magic of that is when you are both of those at the same time, where you are able to see someone and, and they're in need, and you don't validate their victimness or their lack in their own unwillingness to step up for themselves, but at the same time, you reach out and you nurture to the point where they can choose for themselves a different action. And so that space of learning how to be able to be nurturing, kind, and of service, and also how to construct the message in a way that you experience yourself in your own sense of observation begins to be a real dance that is the process of evolving right now. It's not so much engaging in the politics or taking stands. I mean, people are going to continuously do that. But one of the things that happens is a lot of times when you take that stand, you're playing in the game of the duality of the third dimension. This is right and this is wrong, good, bad, should, shouldn't. And many times the action to take is not an engagement in the battle. And so this process of your own personal evolution is really about getting into present time, being able to observe, and then choose an action of appropriateness 
that really creates a state, if I could, of one plus one equals three. How do you take it to the high road? How do you take the argument of good and bad and step it back and move it into a place of agreement for well-being? It's like if you watch this battle between Democrats and Republicans and the dreamers are the consequence of the battle and you've got 800,000 people's lives at stake, that's just an outrageous position to be in in the first place. And you're watching the, the, the both sides take these positions of correctness. The reality is neither is correct when neither can come to a conclusion and the well-being of others. And so this process of individual evolution, one of the things that I watch with lots of spiritual folks in the process of their evolution, well, let me put it this way. In, in my experience, I've watched, of, like watching religions and growing up in religions, many spiritual people like me found huge holes in the body of information that was being presented, pieces that just did not connect, stories that didn't make sense, and yet we all internally know that there was more. And so what many have done is they've just grabbed a hold of little fleeting pieces that were not in the religious stories maybe, and said, oh, there it is, that's the truth. And then they stop because they got a new piece of information and that piece becomes their point of explanation for themselves. What I've found in this whole adventure that I participated in with the Archangelics, and in the book what we try to do is lay out the adventure and basically talk about how a person learning how to know themselves, learning how to define their own space, begins to recognize that I am not that third dimensional world out there. And my reality is listening to that internal guidance system rather than the mom, dad, teacher, minister who have told me this is the truth that really, to a great extent, has never worked for me. And so it's the process of beginning to manage yourself, recognize yourself, and Notice it in present time. There's an interesting fourth dimensional word that is called paradox. And paradox. I'm going to hold you right there, Jim, and let you go into that when we come back from a commercial break. Thoughts are electrical and emotions are magnetic. This is a very important concept. When a thought is coupled with an emotion, the combined energies become electromagnetically charged, amplified, and set in motion. This is from the book A Course in Mastering Alchemy. A Course in Mastering Alchemy is a course in miracles for the 21st century, reaching far beyond that earlier program by incorporating the significant leap in human consciousness that has been occurring since the 1980s. The program has the clear and active participation of the archangels and ascended masters. In A Course in Mastering Alchemy, you will also access a library of free webinars, Fundamental Tools, a Level 1, 2, and 3 program, and a full uh, explanation throughout the book as well as online by Jim Self. For the past 30 years, Jim Self and Roxanne Burnett have been leading seminars and teaching healing, clairvoyance, and personal energy management courses. Their program, Mastering Alchemy, was created in 2001. Since then, over 11,000 people have completed their three-year course. You can find out more at masteringalchemy.com. We'll be right back with Jim Self. 
We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today, 1111mag.com. 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly online publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. Engage with experts in topics of consciousness. Become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, expanding the heart, and experiencing greater aliveness. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Do you want more out of life? Tired of settling in relationships, your career, health, or finances? Want to experience greater aliveness? I am Simran. I support people in listening to their conversations with the universe, the guiding signs, symbols, and synchronicity. I mentor people to anchor in trust, love, and confidence to live their heart's desires. Let me guide you in embracing the challenges and the obstacles so you embody and integrate the gifts they bring. No more human doing. You are here for being, bounteously and abundantly. Experience your soul's natural rhythm, your powerful essence. Don't shrink back any longer. Release the struggle. Learn how to let go. Create in different dimensions. Transform separateness, grief, anxiety, anger, and chaos into living your destiny. Connect with me at IamSimran.com. Live more freely, spontaneously, and joyfully. Don't conform. Live a life of courage. Let's start now. Through my online courses, mentoring programs, or one-on-one coaching, it's time to change your world. Connect at IamSimran.com. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at VoiceAmericaTRN. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. Simron is an award-winning author, publisher of 1111 Magazine, powerful speaker of wisdom, and a life mentor. Find out more at IamSimron.com. Now, back to 1111 Talk Radio. Spiritual beings known as the elders or teachers of light have guided and directed the content of Mastering Alchemy and continue to guide the program participants. The elders are a group of archangels, lords of light, and ascended masters working together for the spiritual evolution of all humanity and Mother Earth. They have orchestrated this course and are primary authors of this book. The collective includes archangels Metatron, Michael, Uriel, Zadkiel, Lord Melchizedek, and ascended masters Yeshua, Anna, Mother Mary, and others. Unlike any other self-help program, Mastering Alchemy doesn't just speak to a person's mind. It offers a series of deeply felt experiences, communicated through powerful guided meditations and simple instructions. Each lesson builds on the preceding one, transforming the person from the inside out. You have additional webinars and tools 
along with online streaming videos of 36 lessons, nine months of online classes to access your living light body, and presentations with the teachers of light to anchor your living light body, all available to you if you go to masteringalchemy.com once you've gotten your book, A Course in Mastering Alchemy. What happens to those thoughts? Well, they just don't go poof and disappear. They all get stored somewhere. Unacknowledged thoughts and feelings are still alive and vibrating in your unconscious. It is as though you are carrying a huge billboard on your back that reads, Kick Me. The law of attraction responds by giving you more of the same. This is from the book, A Course in Mastering Alchemy, by Jim Self and Roxanne Burnett. Welcome back, Jim. You were speaking about paradox when we left the last segment, and I'd like for you to be able to finish your uh, statement around that as, as to what we were discussing. Sure. So what happens in, in a third dimensional space is people are constantly looking away from themselves. The mom, dad, teacher, minister told me this is true or this isn't true. And we begin to live our lives on what they tell me is truth, which may and many times is not my truth. But in the process of growing up, we're constantly trying to fit into that world to be safe, to be accepted, to be appreciated by. And a lot of times that's a very disturbing internal experience because we're working so hard to get a validation that we don't even know whether it's going to settle or not settle in somebody else's space. And in the process, we make a lot of judgments. We create a lot of opinions. And in that process, we basically use words like always and never. She's never going to be okay. He's always going to be a person who doesn't tell the truth. In that space, you're playing traditional, uh, consistently in the past and the future, paying attention to things that I hope don't come up again or I need to do what they told me to be successful. Very little of it is my own truth. I'm playing in a game of other people's belief systems. As you step into present time in that fourth dimensional space, this word paradox becomes a very valuable word because it simply says what was true a moment ago or false a moment ago may not be true or false right now. So the recognition in present time of many of these things that you believe and having permission to allow them to be different is one of the very freeing words in our vocabulary that we're going to come to understand as you as an individual begins to choose to find a different configuration of who you are. So allowing others to be who they are uh, while you allow you to be who you are becomes a very freeing configuration in this ascension evolution of each one of us. So now, Jim, I know that what tends to happen is a lot of people board the trains of thought. They will have all kinds of judgments, as you were saying, or perceptions that they are projecting out into the world. And then another stage of that, and you even write about this in the book, is we start to have these conversations in our head where we go, okay, this is what they're going to say, and this is what I'm going to say, and this is what they're going to say. And we create a whole scenario inside of our heads of what's going to happen, and then there are these places where reaction takes place. So is all of that a loop? Is that part of the program that keeps us locked into the third dimension? And what is the distinction between third, fourth, and fifth? And how do we move to those different levels? Well, it is absolutely what keeps us in there. So we're basically preventing or protecting or anticipating all futures 
based on past considerations that therefore this should be what happens in my future. And as that happens, the individual is not in present time. That layer of present time that is available in a third dimension is one that uh, an individual bumps into quite often, and it's a reactionary present time, meaning, oh my God, this wasn't supposed to happen. You're in present time, but you're reacting to the what should be or shouldn't be going on. And it's very disruptive, and it adds no value to anything, except it just keeps knocking you further and further out of your space. So one of the things that we talk about in the body of work is thoughts are electrical, emotions are magnetic. But in the construct of thought, there are multiple levels of thought. You don't just think in one place all the thoughts that you think. And so there's this layer of thought which we refer to as the third layer, which is coincidentally kind of very much third dimensional where you are in need. And it's as if, well, I have to go to the store and I should get a quart of milk and I need to do this and then I have to. All of those shoulds and have tos have a leaning to them. So it's almost as if your body is leaning forward when you think in that third layer of thought. We teach this space of the fourth layer of thought, or at least we, don't, we focus on it quite a bit, which is a place in present time, kind of in the center of your head. It's quiet. I'm observing. And I can ask a question. I wonder how that works. And it's a curiosity. It's a pondering. It's an allowing. It's I don't need the answer. And as a person starts to define these layers of thought as a conscious point of perception, that fourth layer of thought, many times we've all had the experience of kind of the light bulb goes off or all of a sudden it's like, oh, there's the answer. Well, in the third layer when you're leaning, you can't find that answer. You're moving away from yourself. In that fourth layer, you begin to sit there and everything starts to come to you. And this is one of the really shifting points in a person's evolution is you start to get quiet in your space, defining your space. That's what the tools are all about. Beginning to create a vibration in the body that creates a platform to perceive your world from. If you, if you, you, everybody knows what anger, resentment, depression feels like and you know what happy, laughter, enthusiasm feels like. Well, choose which one would you like to live your life in. And in that space of happy laughter type of space, the body's in present time. You're very much in a space, fourth, fifth dimensional space. It's in that space that the shift begins to happen. My world comes to me. What I desire, what I wish to create, how I would like to experience myself in this quiet present time allowing Everything comes to me. Very different than I have to go over there to please them, to get their approval, to have their information, understand their answer. So this evolutionary point, this point where you define yourself and understand allowing fourth layer of thought, begins to lead you into a fifth layer of thought where it's actually you don't think. Think about your greatest meditation where you say, God, why don't I do this every minute of the day? You are very quiet, very aware of yourself, and in the back of your head there is a set of words. 
that's where you begin to engage with the higher self. And it's the higher self that begins to be the construct of thought that allows you to navigate this fifth into the multidimensional spaces. There are a couple of questions I want to go into uh, based on what you just shared. And the first one is, uh, is the third dimension really the realm of more victim consciousness? And how subtly can that show up? Because a lot of people would tell you that they're not a victim. Yet, sometimes the, the thoughts or the experiences surrounding them would possibly be perceived as such. Sure. Let me define it this way. So we carry around an awful lot of baggage, and a lot of that baggage has a concept to it that is, what's wrong with me? We all get into that space, I don't fit. They don't like me. I'm not attractive. They said I wasn't smart. I was never going to succeed. What's wrong with me? The interesting part about that is if you step back and look at it, is the, what you're trying to figure out what's wrong with you is let's call it a gift that somebody handed you. Somebody hands you this gift that says you're not attractive, you're not smart, you're never going to succeed, your mother didn't really love you at all. And what happens is we drop, we're in a space of well-being, they hand us this and we drop into a mental space that says this isn't good, immediately into an emotional space, And then we begin to wrap the thought around the emotion. That's how an electromagnetic field gets created. Well, what did I do? Am I that bad? Am I that unattractive? Am I really that stupid? Gee, this is really terrible. And you start thinking that thought over and over. What you've done is you've just accepted their gift, which mostly has very little to do with you. It's their bad lifetime in the moment. And then we ask a question that is unanswerable. What is wrong with me? As a little kid, you don't have any room to analyze it, figure out, or recognize they are having a bad day. And so we hold on to it. We don't like it. So we make two motions happen. We basically say, I can't handle this anymore. So I'm going to put it over here in this box called denial. And I'm just going to not pay any attention to it. And yet it still pops up. It still pops up. So you make a deal with it. You say, if you, I'm going to put you back here in the backpack, and if you never come out into the light of day and bite me in the butt again, I will never go over there by those people who told me what's wrong with me. And so we begin to shut down. We begin to get more rigid. We begin to get less engaging. We begin to get uncomfortable with ourselves. But that thought that you put into the backpack, it's baggage, and you've seen people where you say, hello, how are you? And they say, oh, I'm really okay. Well, wait a minute. Okay and what you're saying doesn't match. They're holding on to the baggage. And it's in that space of the baggage that when we try to step into this space of well-being, we carry doubts, we carry fears, and all of a sudden we bump into, by the law of attraction, that person or that vibration that says, you're not okay. And so we begin to think, I'm never going to succeed. I'm never going to be any good. And there's your victim mentality. See, and victim's a very interesting game because it has three components to it. It doesn't have one. It has victim, rescuer, and persecutor. It's a triangle. And so I'm a victim at work. 
I go home and I kick the dog, and then I have to go over to talk to Sally because she's a mess and she really needs somebody to fix her, even though Sally didn't ask. And so we stay in this loop, as you call it, that basically keeps perpetuating itself. And we can decide we're going to get out of victim, but all of a sudden the other two components begin to amplify, and then we're back in victim. So in this body of work, one of the things that we talk a lot about is when you begin to understand uh, a set of tools that are referred to as the rays of creation taught by the archangelics, the ability to start to understand how mechanically, psychologically, spiritually, physically we work. And when you begin to understand that many of these thoughts are, you don't have to run them through the emotional body to get rid of them like therapy. When you understand the fourth, fifth, sixth ray and the ability to just recognize this doesn't belong to me and let it go. Now, it's literally that simple. It's not that easy because we want to go into, oh, yeah, but you don't understand how bad I am. Eventually, you start to recognize these tools all synergistically work and the ability to step out of I'm not okay is very, very available to each one of us. Now, just as we project outwardly when we're in victim consciousness, we have gotten, many people have gotten the idea that the higher self is outside of us as well, and we project that outside. And you mentioned the tools that are in uh, mastering, of course, in mastering alchemy that help people to ground themselves more more internally and access that aspect of themselves. Talk a little bit about that. And we have just a couple of minutes before break. So talk a little bit about bringing the higher self from this projection outside back into our own inner realm and understanding that that is with us and as us all the time. Sure. So the first part of that is there's this internal guidance system. And as a kid, you'll remember it. It's simply the one that says, this is appropriate, this isn't appropriate. I don't think jumping off the bridge is a good idea. And you know it internally, even though everybody else says, let's jump off the bridge. That internal guidance system is always there. The alignment to the higher self is always there. The alignment to the soul through the higher self is always there. What happens is we move away from ourselves. They don't move away from us. And so it's when we lean and go into and look over there for our answers... We move away. As you begin to get back into a space where these tools, you mentioned grounding, for example, and everybody says, oh, I know about grounding. Well, do you really? See, grounding is a line that is natural to the body. It comes with the body. And when it's reactivated, the line basically is like you put hands under water and you calm down. It's an electrical line. Thoughts are electrical. And when you ground off the thoughts that just keep bouncing around in your head, It's done through that line. But there's a secondary kind of line that goes with the grounding cord, and it's a coil, and it wraps around the grounding, and it takes the emotions, the I'm not okays. When you kind of ground the thought and you ground the emotion, all of a sudden the body moves back into internal alignment. So the simplicity of understanding what grounding does and how it works begins to allow you to shift into a different platform of thoughts and feelings. Paradox means what was true a moment ago may not be true in this now moment, and what was false a moment ago may no 
longer be false in this moment. Paradox provides flexibility to those rigid third-dimensional absolutes, such as always, never, and impossible, and provides room for choices to be much more fluid and mobile. Paradox offers us more than the possibility to release judgments. It increases our ability to allow what's in front of us to exist as it is without resisting or changing it. Instead of applying rigid pre-existing definitions to any experience or person, we can choose our preferred version in every moment. This is from the book, A Course in Mastering Alchemy, Tools to Shift, Transform, and Ascend by Jim Self and Roxanne Burnett. This course is designed and taught with the assistance and guidance of the teachers of light, and the intention is to expand your understanding, consciousness, and ability to utilize the new energy tools on the path toward building your light body. Find out more at MasteringAlchemy.com. We'll be right back after these messages. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. 1111mag.com. 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly online publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. Engage with experts in topics of consciousness. Become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, expanding the heart, and experiencing greater aliveness. 1111 Magazine, Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Are you an artist, healer, teacher, author, speaker, or coach? A wellness or holistic practitioner or energy worker? Maybe you want to be. Do you desire to serve the world, share your gifts, live your dreams? I am Simran, host of 1111 Talk Radio, and I invite you to the vision of oneness. Could you use a community of support, more financial flow with less effort? Would you like to receive so you have more to give? Be a world changer, world server, do-gooder. Be a new paradigm thinker and a conscious change agent. A part of a growing community creating collective streams of prosperity and wellness. By simply serving yourself, you serve others. Feel great, have more energy, sleep better, gently detox. Lose unhealthy weight and build strength. It's time for more freedom and financial flow. The vision of oneness embodies unconditional giving, commitment, simplicity, and receiving. We are a collective new way of being in commerce and creative cash flow. Learn more at thevisionofoneness.com. Register now and a member will help you begin today. Visionofoneness.com. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. Simron is an award-winning author, publisher of 1111 Magazine, powerful speaker of wisdom, and a life mentor. 
Find out more at imsimron.com. Now, back to 1111 Talk Radio. The fifth dimension operates in a completely different fashion compared to the third and fourth dimensions. Time in the fifth dimension is simultaneous, and simultaneous means everything. All possibilities occur in the same place at the same moment. In the fifth dimension, you focus your attention and the answer is given where the question is asked. Ask and you shall receive. You don't move or go anywhere for your answers or experiences. Everything comes to you easily and effortlessly based upon the attention point and vibration you choose to hold in every moment. This is from A Course in Mastering Alchemy, Tools to Shift, Transform, and Ascend by Jim Self and Roxanne Burnett. You can find out more at MasteringAlchemy.com. In addition, you will find out about the online resources and the links inside will take you there to a lot of tools that will assist you in addition to other online videos and teachings. Levels one are the tools that quiet the noise and drama in your life, which allow you to step from third dimensional unconsciousness into higher awareness of what's possible. Levels two and three continue your journey to being the living light body presented with the teachers of light, archangels, and masters. In addition, there's a free ebook, The Shift, where you can learn what this transition is, that we're all experiencing it, and how to navigate through it. This is also available in 12 languages. Welcome back, Jim. I want to talk a little bit about some of the anchor spots in terms of how we move into that fifth dimensional space or remembrance of who we are. And you talk about words. uh, uh, They might be called essence words. I think you call them um, different type of living words that we embody, that we remember, that we anchor into. Talk a little bit about the living words and clearing that veil of ignorance and forgetfulness so that we head in the direction that all of this is trying to take us. See, there's an interesting thing when these words are sound tones, and everything is about sound uh, in in ways that are really kind of spectacular. The chair you're sitting on is made of sound, and the utterances, what we call words, they create thoughts, sentences, paragraphs, stories, but depending on how you combine the words or orchestrate the words, you create a meaning or a vibration that also attracts a feeling or an emotion. And so when you start to tell a story or you hold your attention on, I'm not okay, there is a series of emotions. Or if you see something in third dimension, one of the things that happens in third dimension is most all of us are unconscious of being unconscious. And so consequently, We perceive the world, we match the world, we do what they do in order to fit in and be accepted. So I see something that I don't like or it's off-balancing, and I have a thought, this makes me angry. But before I even have the thought, the emotion slams into the thought, and my body goes into an alignment that is related to what I perceive anger is as a thought and an emotion. When you start to play in this evolution of yourself, you actually step into the next phase, which sounds a little bit funny, is you begin to become conscious of being unconscious. And that's really where the world is today because you're starting to see all the noise and all the dramas, all the lies, the stories, 
coming out into visibleness. You're beginning to be conscious of the unconscious. Simultaneously, you start to become conscious of being conscious. And this is where the choice begins to happen. So there are words that allow you to create, uh, at the beginning we talk about a platform of perception. See, if you continue to perceive from anger or resentment or I'm okay and there's an uncertainty about it, then it gets kind of wobbly. So, But if you can create a platform, a words that you know, and most people know them intellectually, not aligned in a vibration, words like certain or capable, gracious, happy, a sense of seniority, this is who I am. So when a person, if we ask the question, do you know what certainty is? A person generally says, oh yeah, I know what that is. But I said, if I say, close your eyes, take a breath, and then feel certain. There's a very different alignment that occurs. The body straightens up, takes a little deeper breath, and there's a presence to that. If you combine it with the word capable as a feeling or seniority, being senior in the body, not old, being this is who I am, those alignments and vibration begin to create a point or platform of perception that puts you into present time and allow you to perceive from that platform. It's from there that you start to realize I have choice and I can put my finger in that light socket over there and argue, yell, and scream at them as maybe I used to, or I can recognize it has very little to do with me. It's in the space of beginning to recognize the alignment of vibrations. A couple of things happen stepping into a fifth dimensional space. You know again what depression, anger, resentment feels like, and happy enthusiasm and laughter feels like. In this point of perception, a platform that choose, how will you choose? In the minute I'm conscious, here I am, how would you like to choose? You begin to find kindness, gratitude, humility, respect, dignity are the words that feel really good in the body because they are the natural internal guidance system and alignment of who you've always been but have moved away from. Now, Jim, I want to go back to, because you're saying the word, and we've always known, you know, everything began with the word. So word is powerful. And if we look at the situations that take place on our planet today, whether it's something that's overseas that is horrific, whether it is the, the shootings that take place of a child, whether it is uh, bizarre tweets that, that in up online, whatever that is, the more we talk about that, the more we express about that, we're actually then creating more of that density. My question is, number one, is that also light? Is that also equilibration and organic unfolding of getting us to where we need to go? And number two is, can we have the feeling that we're having around that situation and still anchor in these other living words to attune ourselves to a higher place. Yeah, so to a great extent, what you're watching in the world is the reactionary responses. I'm beginning to become conscious of being unconscious. I don't like what I'm seeing. So from the standpoint of an evolution and the light, people are beginning to become conscious. That's a positive part of moving into the light side of it. 
The part that's dragging a little bit is I don't like it and I'm going to argue with it. I'm going to throw energy at it. I'm going to resist it. And one of the fundamental structures of the games we're playing here is that law of attraction. And everybody says, oh, I know all about that. Well, actually, no, you don't. I mean, you do. It's so simple. What you put your attention on, I, the universe who adore you, will provide for you. But the universe doesn't understand English, French, and Spanish very well. What the universe understands is the vibrations you're holding. And to a great extent, like we said earlier, a a tremendous amount of my vibrations are back here in my backpack where I doubt myself. I have self-judgment. I'm uncertain about myself. I'm worried about whether they like me. I'm hoping somebody appreciates me. All of those are past, future structures that really have nothing to do with, I'm fine. I'm okay. It's impossible in this lifetime to not be okay. But we wear shoes that are too small and a shirt that doesn't fit and it's the wrong color and we don't feel very good about ourselves. It's in this space where you start to define that platform. You begin to get grounded. You find the center of your head. You step into the higher mind. You begin to bring it all into the heart and know yourself and you realize you're fine. Now, can I let go of the baggage and begin to live the words. And that's where we are at this point right now. We have about a minute left, Jim. Tell us where we're going with all of this. You're watching the creation of a new human species. You're watching the evolution of humanity. You're watching it begin to be presented with a consciousness from the soul that perceives in mass computational capacity, mass awareness of all that is, and you're watching it in a, in a small way being presented in what's called augmented intelligence, artificial intelligence, machine learning right now. And so that level of huge capacity to understand is really something that the human who steps into that light body begins to, not as a machine, but as the consciousness of the soul, think from that Christed living light body. And it's from there you will hold thought And people will just forget why they have guns in their hands and they will put them down. That's where we're Mm. going. Thank you, Jim, for all of your beautiful work that you have placed on the planet. I'm going to close out this show with Archangel Metatron's conclusion to the course. Sit with us in this unified field state of consciousness emanating from your sacred heart. Observe yourself in that very refined energy created through the presence of the undifferentiated light of source and brought into manifestation into the physical cellular system. Observe how and how that alters you exponentially. Be in this grand state of consciousness. Recognize that you can never, ever be separate from this collective energy. The sacred heart reflects this vast consciousness of your spirit. We all assist you in holding this level of vibration, expanding, directing, integrating, embodying all aspects of your divine spirit. And we will be with you as you experience yourself as divine, as spirit. Blessings. Definitely pick up your copy of A Course in Mastering Alchemy and move through the journey of yourself. This is by Jim Self and Roxanne Burnett. You can find out more at masteringalchemy.com along with all of the free tools, online videos, and additional teachings that they are providing once you move through this course. Again, it is masteringalchemy.com. Next week, my guest will be 
another repeat, and it is going to be on the law of attraction and how to have more gratitude and appreciation for everyday life. I hope you'll join me then. Until then, in love, of love, with love, and as love, I am Simran. Be well. Thank you for opening your mind to a new reality, your heart to greater compassion, and your experience of aliveness with 1111 Talk Radio. Join host Simron next Monday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern Time to step through the gateway of conscious living here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Remember, you are not on the journey. You are the journey.